There he is, Ivor Davies, uh, the man I spent an inordinate amount of time singing in my hairbrush to as I gazed into his eyes. As I poster up on my wall, I'd ripped out of Smash Hits magazine. And he's just been on hold. That means he's probably been listening to himself. Ivor Davies, good morning. Oh, that sounds so creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, come on, Ivor Davies. With that mullet and the curls that you used to have, you would have been on the poster of many a little girl's wall. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Let's, can we move on very quickly? <laughs> hey, you're coming to play next week um, as all part of the festival and it's for 40 years since the inaugural release of Great Southern Land. You wrote that when you were homesick. Can you remember the feelings and when you just got it onto paper and you just went, wow, this is what Australia is to me? Oh, I can certainly remember the feeling of being homesick. It was uh, quite uh, interesting, actually. Uh, we took off to do our first international tour and I think we landed first in London and I had to to go to a meeting at the record company and the record company had an office just off Oxford Street so I was right in the middle of London, little tiny cul-de-sac street. And I got out of that meeting and I was walking back towards Oxford Street to get a black cab and there was a very tall figure coming towards me with a hat on and we got closer and closer and, I went, and it was Peter Garrett from Midnight Oil and I felt like we were two astronauts that had gone to some other planet. It was amazing, you know, it was just these two Australians in London. Um, so, yes, I got incredibly homesick and that's where that song came from. And did you know, like, when you write a song like that, do you know right then that this is a hit, this resonates, or was it just something that you did for yourself? Oh, no, it was entirely for myself and I had absolutely no idea. So. Yeah, this was the first song for the difficult second album, you know, that mm. one. Um, and uh, I remember when I finished it um, thinking, I've got to go and take this to our managers to just show them I've, I've made a start, you know, it's, you know, I haven't been doing nothing because mm-hmm. it was a horrible deadline hanging over me. And, um, and I took it into them and they reacted straight away. And I, you know, in my head it was just, well, this is one, of, one song of 10 that I've got to write or 12 that I've got to write. Um, there was no... No, I had absolutely no sense about it whatsoever other than, you know, I've, I just, I've finished the first one. <laughs> <You know? laughs> that, was, that was about it. <laughs> I found this incredible interview um, from back in November of 1994. Spellbound chatted to your mum and dad, Mr and Mrs Davies, and that was one of the moments they said they were so proud of you when you actually had that second album that you're so nervous about and it was so well received. But some of the other things that they have said, like they said they had to sneak in and see you even perform because you wouldn't let them come in. Why was that? Oh, look, I remember that. Well, we were playing, we started off playing um, right at the kind of um, peak of of absolutely hardcore punk. Mm. Um, And you're too young to to remember that, but it was a very particular thing. And and I remember um, the audiences that we played to in the inner city especially were really, really hardcore punks. We're talking about, you know, sort of torn black T-shirts and safety pins and (laughs) all that sort of stuff. And... um, and one of the hardest core venues that we played in was right in the middle of King's Cross and somehow or other my parents managed to sneak into the back of it and I remember my mother saying um, this is years later she said oh these people young people jumping up and down it must be terribly good for them and of course um, the entire crowd was um, sniffing amyl nitrate and God knows what um, so, 
Um, I thought that was a bit hilarious. Anyway. She also said that when you're living in Sydney and you're really into Pink Floyd that you decided to paint the walls of your bedroom, which faced out onto your street, into these incredible psychedelic patterns and colours and you had a strobe lamp, so much so that the neighbours were really excited and cars would even slow down as they went by to look in your bedroom. Um, yeah, p- people actually used to pull up in the street and kind of just get out and stare at you know my <laughs> my my display, as it were, because it was all um, there was a particular type of paint that you could get called day glow, um, and if you if you had an ultraviolet light, it would glow in the dark. And I I, I painted this entire room in a kind of day glow paisley psychedelic pattern and then put an um, ultraviolet light on and um and a strobe as well so just thrown in um yeah typical typical teenager really yeah Uh, but see you bagged me for being a typical teenager and having a poster of Ivor davies and ice house so i really should have lifted a bit more shouldn't i absolutely (laughs) look we cannot wait to see you thank you so much Ivor davies it's all part of the festival and performing I think Great Southern Land as well as so many of your other hits over the last 40 years on the incredible Adelaide Oval Village Green is going to be huge for us here so thank you so very very much and enjoy Sydney I understand it's pouring rain there at the moment it's horrible here and I'm looking forward to getting over to South Australia where I'm sure you're having much nicer weather right definitely we'll welcome you anytime thank you so much Ivor Davies thank you bye the Ali Clark Breakfast Show on Mix 102.3